Blackhawks hockey is officially back as the Hawks kick off their preseason tonight against the St. Louis Blues. I'll go over their projected forward lines and defensive pairings, as well as Andreas Athanasiu's season preview. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome on in to another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, thank you all for making the show your very first listen here to start off your day. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can go and find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman, too, or you can go and check out my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And as always, just a quick reminder to go and smash that like button, comment down below, and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. The start of the regular season is right around the corner, and you don't want to miss out on all the latest Blackhawks news and updates right here on Locked On Blackhawks. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you're a daily listener and like what you're hearing, please feel free to go and leave me a review as well. I would greatly appreciate that. And also be sure to follow Lockdown Blackhawks on Instagram as well for some other cool Blackhawks-related content and clips. All right, good morning, everyone. As always, thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks, and I hope everyone is off to a really good start to their Thursday here as we're closing in on the weekend. And of course, before I do go and get into Andreas Athanasiu's season preview, as you can all tell by the thumbnail and the title, he is the next man up on my season preview segment. The Chicago Blackhawks are officially set to play their preseason opener tonight against the St. Louis Blues. That's a 7.30 p.m. Central Time down at uh, 7.30 p.m. Central Time, puck drop, excuse me, down at the United Center. And I could not be more excited to finally get some on-ice action, some game-like action, finally signifying the offseason is officially over, folks. Blackhawks preseason action underway tonight, 7.30 p.m. Central Time once again at the UC. And with the preseason opener occurring this evening, I, of course, have to let you all know about the lineup that we can expect to see the Chicago Blackhawks roll with when they hit the ice for pregame warmups. And good news here, folks, it does sound like we're going to be getting a handful of the NHL squad in this opener tonight against the Blues with the top six forward group, the top four defensemen, and with the starting goaltender. We got a little bit of a preview of the lineup yesterday during uh, the Blackhawks practice. They went with a non-game group to kick things off, and then a game group with uh, practice B to round out the afternoon. And as I just referenced, looks like we're going to see the top six forward group in this matchup with the Blues tonight, meaning the top line of Taylor Hall, Connor Bedard, and Ryan Donato are sticking together and they're going to be making uh, their first little appearance together as the top line. Of course, Connor Bedard is the one who's going to be getting the lion's share of attention since he's going to be making his, again, little Blackhawks mini debut, his first little bit of game action in a Blackhawks sweater that's not at the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. And I know there's going to be a lot of excited fans down at the UC to see uh, what this kid has in store, but excited to see how he's going to fare with Taylor Hall in a game-like setting because I've thought those two, despite training camp only 
you know, being open for a week and Taylor Hall taking part in like half of the practices. I thought those two have kind of had some noticeable connections. And it's going to be interesting to see whether or not Ryan Donato is able to keep up with those two in a game-like setting. He's obviously the one of those three who's the least offensively skilled, but that could be a good thing to add uh, a little bit of a Swiss Army Knife type of guy on the right wing alongside two skill guys. Really interested to see how that dynamic is going to work between those three on the top line. We're also going to see what's penciled in as the Blackhawks' second line to begin the season right now in Philip Kershev, Lucas Reichel, and Andreas Athanasiu. And those latter two uh, obviously established some really good chemistry with one another down the stretch last season and were, quite honestly, pretty incredible. I mean, Andreas Athanasiu closed out the season on a really strong run. Lucas Reichel, I've talked many times about that last NHL stint of his where something just really clicked. And man, has he looked really good so far throughout training camp and in the scrimmages, looking like he you know, was the best player on the ice. So excited to see how that's going to translate over here to the preseason opener. And it's a really big opportunity for Philip Kershev as well. I mean, I think there are uh, a couple of other guys on this roster, quite honestly, who would be a better top six fit than him. I just don't think that's ever going to be the strength of his game, um, but he's getting that chance right out of the gate to prove that he can be a second liner. So uh, even though it is just, you know, game one of the preseason, I think it's a meaningful one for Philip Kershev tonight as well. And then in the bottom six, we do see what could be part of the Blackhawks fourth line right now. If the regular season were set to open up tonight, Nick Felino and Corey Perry are the two wingers on the third line, but with Jason Dickinson still out of the lineup right now, um, it looks like they said it was just a couple of maintenance days, so we don't really have any word as to what's bothering him. I believe it's a lower body injury, but doesn't sound like it's anything too serious, but he is not going to be in the lineup tonight for the Blackhawks. And that means Martin Misiak is going to get an opportunity to be centering the third line in between Nick Felino and Corey Perry. Um, and Misiak was someone who really stood out during the Tom Curvers prospect showcase second round pick for the Blackhawks this year. And uh, I really like giving him this opportunity um, before he winds up going and, and playing junior hockey this year for the Erie Otters. Really good opportunity for him to center the third line with Felino and Perry. Uh, and then the fourth line is going to be Nick Lardis, Marcel Marcel, and Reese Johnson. For Lardis, he was someone who also I thought looked really good at the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase on that top line. Uh, Marcel Marcel had two big goals in the Blackhawks scrimmage the other day and obviously is making the leap to Rockford this year, uh, which I think is very smart for him. Excited to see how he's going to fare against grown men kind of for the first time. And then Reese Johnson, someone who's kind of been really bumped out of the uh, the lineup situation. Looks like he could be even starting in Rockford potentially based on how he hasn't really even been skating with the Kachuk, uh, Entwistle, and Anderson line that seems to be the three NHL extras right now behind Felino Dickinson and Perry. So for Reese Johnson, man, a really big opportunity for him. Doesn't I don't think he's going to crack the NHL roster regardless, but if he wants any hopes of doing so, got to have a strong showing tonight on that fourth line. And then on the blue line for the Blackhawks, we're going to see a pretty decent amount of uh, their NHL regulars to open up the season. Wyatt Kaiser still making the most of his opportunity, getting that first crack on the top pairing with Seth Jones obviously has been a standout throughout training camp so far. Kevin Korchinski is still around for the Blackhawks, and there's still the debate as to whether or not he's going to make the team. But it does seem clear that as long as he's going to be here, he's going to be skating alongside Connor Murphy on that second pairing. 
Um, but I think it is really key to watch how Korchinski defends the St. Louis Blues tonight because that's the one area where the Blackhawks have some concerns right now and where he clearly still can grow and can also get a little bit stronger on his skates. Um, we know that he can glide and change the game with his skating from the back end and uh, has the offensive skills. But defensively, I think tonight is going to be pretty telling for Kevin Korchinski as well. And then on the third defensive pairing, we have Alex Vlasic and Nolan Allen. Uh, and Vlasic has been skating with Nikita Zaitsev for the majority of training camp. So I think it's interesting that Nolan Allen is getting into the lineup tonight. And one thing I've talked about here uh, in recent episodes, Nolan Allen uh, seems to really have um, taken a jump up the depth chart here in training camp and at the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. And I'll be the first to admit it. He was someone that I, I just never was really high on, but I did understand that he was, you know, at 18, 19 years old, already a grown man that plays a physical style game. I just had some questions about his decision-making with the puck on his stick and whether or not he'd be able to keep up and some of his defensive zone tendencies, but he's had a really good training camp. And it's pretty clear that head coach Luke Richardson likes what he sees from this kid and likes it so much that he's kind of even feels like giving him an outsider chance to still make the Blackhawks opening night roster. Now, I don't expect that to happen. I do believe Allen will begin the season in Rockford, but I also wouldn't be surprised if there was an injury on the back end that Nolan Allen would be the first call up from the Blackhawks. It seems like the coaching staff is really excited about what he's been able to do and the progression and the steps that he's been able to take. So a pretty meaningful game tonight for Nolan Allen. And then in that, the Blackhawks are going to be going with their opening night starter and Peter Morazic. He's going to get the go, uh, I believe, to open the game and then knowing how preseason games tend to go. Also wouldn't be surprised if Drew Comesso, who's surprised to, who's going to be the backup, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get his first little bit of uh, preseason action in the second half of the game tonight. Finally, Drew Comesso has arrived on the scene, stoked to see what he's got in store for us. And then quickly just wanted to go through the Blackhawks power play units that we could see tonight because it's something that I've mentioned recently. For the top power play unit, it looks like we're going to see Connor Bedard, I guess, on the right side. Taylor Hall at the left side, Ryan Donato down low, Corey Perry in front of the net, and then Seth Jones uh, quarterbacking the power play. And then on the second unit, it's going to be Lucas Reichel, Andreas Athanasiu, Philip Kurashev, Nick Felino, and Kevin Korchinski. Now, the Blackhawks have a split lineup, but I am curious to see in the regular season if they go with Reichel on the second power play unit to give them a little bit more uh, a, a little bit more weaponry or if they just load up and go Bedard, Hall, Reichel, Jones, and then maybe someone like Taylor Radish, or maybe even Corey Perry in front of the net as well. And then I also think it's, if Kevin Korchinski is going to be around, is he going to be quarterbacking the second power play unit, or are they going to give him opportunities to quarterback the top power play unit over Seth Jones? Obviously, we're not going to see that tonight, but I do think that's an interesting development to keep an eye on throughout the rest of training camp leading up to the start of the season. All right, folks, there is the lineup and some things to keep an eye on during tonight's season opener for the Black, preseason opener, excuse me, for the Blackhawks against the St. Louis Blues. Coming up in just a moment, I'll be getting into forward Andreas Athanasiu's season preview. But first, I need to talk to you all about DoorDash. Do you love the convenience of getting what you want right to your front door? Well, with DoorDash grocery delivery, you can stock up for the week or Order last-minute cravings conveniently, and you'll get exactly what you ordered, or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you've picked them up yourself. 
And do you want even more value? Then you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. And you can also get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKED at checkout. Again, that's 50% off up to $20 along with zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the code LOCKED. That's code LOCKED for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. All right, back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, just a reminder, please go and smash that like button. Comment down below as to what you think Andreas Athanasio is going to put up numbers-wise in his second season with the Blackhawks. And also be sure to go and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Again, the start of the regular season is less than two weeks away, folks. I think we're down to 10 days, 11 days at this point in time. It is closing in, and you don't want to miss out on all the latest Blackhawks news and updates with your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. All right, segment two, as you all are aware by the title and thumbnail, Andreas Athanasiu is the next man up for my Chicago Blackhawks season preview segment. And Connor Bedard was the one to kick things off last week, and I've also already gone through both Seth Jones and Taylor Hall season previews this week. If you want to get all caught up on those, you can easily do so by checking out the YouTube channel and make sure to subscribe to that channel if you're not already. But for Andreas Athanasiu, obviously he joined the Blackhawks last summer, signed a one-year $3 million deal uh, after kind of an injury plague campaign with the Los Angeles Kings in his second season there. And I almost kind of felt like, obviously the circumstances were different, but I felt like it was almost a, a Taylor Hall type of scenario for Andreas Athanasiu. The Blackhawks went out to get him, to give him a, a top six role right out of the gate and to add some speed and skill to the Blackhawks lineup. Except in the early part of the regular season, Andreas Athanasiu, ah, his name is a tongue twister. Andreas Athanasiu really struggled, and he actually kind of got the boot from the top six forward group and spent uh, a lot of time on the Blackhawks' third line and, and was really inconsistent. But late in the season, once the Blackhawks traded everyone and he got that chance on the top line alongside Lucas Reichel, he ended up making the most out, out of that opportunity, ended the season on a high note, and um, I think really kind of won over the front office with that last stretch and showed what he is capable of doing when he gets that opportunity. Um, and then the Blackhawks wound up giving him a two year extension this past off season at uh, $4.25 million, which is it an overpay for Andreas Athanasiu? Yes, it is. I'm not going to lie to you guys, but at the same time, the Blackhawks certainly can't afford it for this two year stretch that they figure probably uh, maybe during that second year, they're starting to make strides in terms of uh, wanting to qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs. But this is a time frame where they can afford to give Athanasiu that type of money. And also, it does make sense to bring back the speed and um, the skill that he provides. And also, for the role that he's expected to have, given the rest of this Blackhawks roster, I did think it made sense to bring him back for the same reason that it made sense to bring in Taylor Hall, as I discussed on yesterday's episode. But getting into the projected role that I believe Athanasiu is going to have, he's probably going to be a middle six guy for the most of the season, but he's getting that early opportunity to really cement himself on that second line with Lucas Reichel. And 
quite honestly, his speed on that line, I, I think is needed. Looking at the rest of the Blackhawks roster, they just maybe Cole Gutman, although they're giving him an opportunity at the center position right now, but there's just not a ton of speed right now at the NHL level for the Chicago Blackhawks. So Andreas Athanasi really, you know, if you're going to put Taylor Hall up on that top line with Connor Bedard, Lucas Reichel also needs someone who can keep up with him speed-wise and skill-wise. And Andreas Athanasiu, while the skills are a little bit inconsistent, the speed is there on a nightly basis and the amount of chances that his speed gives him and um, the high-octane fire that he can bring to the offense I think is much needed for this Blackhawks team. Um, and I quite honestly think we could see kind of a Bedard-Hall situation out of uh, Athanasiu and Lucas Reichel this year because looking at the rest of you know, the, the wingers, I talked about this when going through the Blackhawks lineup um, against for tonight's game against the St. Louis Blues. Feels like it could be a revolving door, just like it could be on that top line. You know, Ryan Donato, kind of a little bit of a tweener. Philip Kurashev, a little bit of a tweener. Um, Tyler Johnson, probably not a top six guy at this point in time. I think Taylor Radish is the one guy who I'd really like to see get an opportunity there, but out of all of those guys, Andreas Athanasiu, I think, is the one who you put next to Lucas Reichel and expect to help Reichel develop offensively with that side of his game. Those other guys, you know, they, they can help in other areas too. But in terms of helping Reichel take that next step on the ice this season offensively, I think uh, Andreas Athanasiu is undoubtedly the right guy to put next to him. And then getting into kind of what Athanasiu has done these last couple of years before I get into the expectations and all that stuff. I mentioned the 2021-2022 campaign. His last with the Kings was a little bit injury plagued, so we didn't get a whole lot of meaning out of that. Uh, he only played in 28 games and tallied 17 points, 11 goals, and 6 assists. No power play goals, uh, averaged 15 minutes and 14 seconds of time on ice, and did shoot 15.5%. Then last year in his first season with the Blackhawks, Played in 81 games, which was the most he's played in in his NHL career. Scored 20 goals, which was the second most of his career. And the first time he had hit that plateau since scoring 30 with the Detroit Red Wings a handful of years ago. He also matched that with 20 assists, which was the second most of his career for 40 points, which was the second most of his career. The three power play goals tied a career high. Uh, 16 minutes of time on ice was his highest since 2019-20. And he also shot 11.4%. So we got a lot of good out of Andreas Athanasiu. Sure, it took a little bit longer than we wanted to happen, but he did show us that even down the stretch without um, the deepest team, he can still put up some pretty respectable numbers if you give him the opportunity. And that's kind of why I think Taylor Hall, like I said yesterday, that's why I think he is capable of putting up those numbers that I had for him because these guys are just going to get such an opportunity here in Chicago that you don't really, if they were playing for contending teams, they, they wouldn't really get there. So um, I do think that is important to keep in mind. And Andreas Athanasiu, again, this season is expected to get a really good opportunity. All right, Hawks fans, don't go anywhere because coming up in just a moment, I will get into the expectations and projected numbers that I have for Andreas Athanasiu this season. All right, segment three, before I wrap things up, got to get into my expectations. What do I think would make this a successful season for Andreas Athanasiu as well as the projected numbers that I believe he'll put up in his second season with Chicago? As far as the expectations go for Andreas Athanasiu, I've kind of already 
outlined them a little bit. Um, I think priority number one is to go in there to use his speed to play alongside Lucas Reichel and create lots of chances offensively. And for Athanasiu, you know, at, at his age, you know what he is at this point in time, and he's a liability defensively. But quite honestly, I, I'm not worried about that side of his game this year. Lucas Reichel down the middle, if he wants to be playing center long-term, he's going to have to understand what it means to be a, responsive, a defensively responsible center. That's going to be a really big change for him at the NHL level as opposed to playing wing in his final stint. He does have you know familiarity with the position and played it in his – you know, two years that he spent with the Rockford Ice Hogs, but it's obviously going to be a different beast playing down the middle at the NHL level. So I'm, I'm obviously wanting to see um, Lucas Reichel turn into a full complimentary two-way player. Andres Athanasiu is never going to be that, okay? And I'm not going to act like he's suddenly going to change in his 10th NHL season. No, Andres Athanasiu is one of the worst defensive players on the Chicago Blackhawks team, but that's not what he's here for, baby. He's here for those Jets. He's here to create scoring chances, and he's here to make life easier for Lucas Reichel and to help him develop on the offensive side of things. So quite honestly, I don't care if Andreas Athanasiu is cherry-picking or doing things to try to give his team chances in the other direction. That's his job. That's what he's been brought in to do is to you know give Lucas Reichel someone who is also capable alongside him to do good things offensively. I think it's really important. I, I think my biggest expectation for – Athens CU is to come in and play aggressive and play to his strengths, play to the offensive side of things, play to that speed, get scoring chances, give Lucas Reichel confidence, and uh, give this Hawks offense something else that can help out that top line with Taylor Hall and uh, Connor Bedard. I also think it's really important for Athens CU to kind of build off of last season and continue to strive to establish a better connection with Lucas Reichel. I was talking about this with one of my buddies yesterday, Taylor Hall is getting such a, a unbelievable opportunity. He's getting handed a top-line chance out of the gate with Connor Bedard. Andres Athanasiu's kind of been, he's being handed an opportunity to play on the second line with Lucas Reichel. And by golly, looking at how Reichel has played so far in training camp, it looks like he's ready to take that next step and become a special NHL player. Andres Athanasiu is getting a really quality opportunity for him. He might not be part of, the Blackhawks' long-term run, but for his long-term future, he can really do himself some favors by making, excuse me, the most of this opportunity here with Lucas Reichel. So I really think it's important for him to come in and try to build off last season and really make the most of this chance that he's getting with Lucas Reichel. And the last expectation I have for Athens CU is to help out on this second power play unit. Uh, help that second unit become something that opposing penalty killers fear because for far too long, this Blackhawks power play, even though it was dog water, they didn't have a second unit at all. And I figure AA is probably going to be on the second unit. And if they do in fact go with Reichel off the top unit and play him on the second to kind of even out the, uh, even out the talent. Um, I think he's going to get a really good opportunity wherever he's going to be set up. And it would be really nice to see Athens to see who helped that second unit become a threat out there on the ice. As far as what makes this season a success, I think it would be a successful season for Athens to if he proves that last year wasn't a one-shot wonder and produces, I think, on a similar pace to what he did uh, last season. I'm not going to suddenly expect Andreas Athanasiu to become a playmaker that's going to net 40 or 50 assists or anything. Again, at this point in his career, I know what he is. But if he can prove to us that he is capable 
uh, of hanging around with Lucas Reichel all season long. I think that would obviously be a success. And I think if he and Reichel can establish a consistent secondary offensive threat, because yeah, I, I do love the the additions of Nick Felino and Corey Perry. And uh, I do think having Cole Gutman and Taylor Radish and Tyler Johnson on the third line is going to give the Blackhawks some more offensive weapons throughout their lineup, but I still think they are a little top-heavy with Taylor Hall and Connor Bedard. And if Andreas Athanasiu can help Lucas Reichel establish a second line that opposing defenses have to watch out for, I think that'll go a long way for this team. And then just continue to help Lucas Reichel develop into a playmaker. Um, I know Reichs has talked about wanting to be more aggressive, and I love to hear that, but he's still a playmaker at heart, and he still loves creating in transition. And I think Athanasiu is going to get a lot of opportunities to fire the puck, similar to Taylor Hall. I think he's going to get a lot of chances to fire the biscuit. Um, Be ready. Be ready to shoot the puck. Be ready to do what you did last year and uh, score 20 goals for a second consecutive season. I think if he hits that 20-goal plateau, it will be a successful season for Andreas Athanasiu. And to round things out, I'm going to take a stab at the numbers. We could see Athanasiu put up for the Blackhawks this year again. I don't want to use this as a benchmark, but it's just kind of my estimate. And I think it's fun to see, you know, in April when I can go back and and look at this episode and see if I was right, if I was way off. Uh, It always makes for a fun little uh, reminder later on in the season. So for Athanasiu on an 82-game projection, I'm going to say he's going to score 24 goals for the Chicago Blackhawks this year, four more than he had with the Blackhawks last year. It would also be... Uh, the second most of his NHL career. I do think his assist numbers are going to be up as well. I don't think they're going to skyrocket or anything crazy, but I have him penciled in at 24 goals, 26 assists for 50 points. That would be 10 more than he tallied last season, the second most of his NHL career, and only the second time in his NHL career that he has hit the 50-point plateau. And I I don't think that's too crazy for Athanasiu. The one concern that I do have is the injuries. He has been a little banged up, and last year I mentioned the 81 games that he played was the most. Uh, he, he had never reached 80 games in a season, and there have only been a couple of times where he has reached 70. So if he can consistently be in the lineup, I do think that these numbers are very attainable. Him and Lucas Reichel look great together. Um, they've been with each other throughout training camp, and I do think Lucas Reichel being ready to take that next step and being ready to be a better player than he was last season, I think that's going to help Andreas Athanasio, assuming he winds up sticking on that second line all season long. So yeah, I believe Athanasio can be a 50-point guy for the Chicago Blackhawks on the second line. I think he and Lucas Reichel are ready to take that next step together, and I'm excited to see them in action tonight for the Blackhawks preseason opener against the St. Louis Blues at 7.30. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, thank you all again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks right now for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast and to go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. And that way you can get the latest episode as soon as it becomes available each and every day. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Go and check me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman too, or you could go and follow my strictly Blackhawks account at talk and hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until tomorrow's episode, that's going to do it here for the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.